Here, here back in the fantasy bar six of my favorite plays for week six including my favorite game stack of the weekend what tight end am i going back to after disappointing people in week five and a running back i think is in a tremendous spot here who are we talking about belly up to the fantasy bar and find out welcome in guys week six edition beers daily fantasy six pack back here once again in the fantasy bar giving you six guys fresh off the tap covering both FanDuel and DraftKings. Again, we'll talk some stacks. We'll try to find some value. Where are we spending money? Looks like a fun slate of games. Now, before we look at week six, let's take a look back at week five and decent week. You know, we had some good hits with that Houston connection. Brandon Cooks definitely got it done for us going back to the well there, but a little disappointed and guys like Dalton Schultz basically gave us nothing. Uh, James Robinson was disappointing, but the receivers were good to us all in all a decent week, but we can do better. So let's do just that here in week six. Before we talk about this week's plays, guys, do me a favor. If you're on YouTube, take a second, click that thumbs up button really helps us out. Means a lot to me. That's the tip jar here. As I always say in the fantasy bar, make sure you do that. Also make sure you subscribe to the channel, get notified when all the videos are coming out. All right, let's talk week six. Let's start at the tight end position. Like I mentioned, a guy I want to go back to this week, Evan Ingram of the Giants. So Ingram disappointed last week, kind of the chalky tight end. Everybody was on the Giants last week, really disappointed at that rushing touchdown, which kind of salvages day a little bit, but we know tight end has been an absolute disaster so far this season. If you haven't been spending up each and every week, you've probably been let down here. So let's go to the mid range here and roll with Evan Ingram. Now that Washington defense, very good against the run, but kind of suspect against the pass here. So I'm expecting more success. I know this team should have got it done against Dallas last week, but against Washington, fifth most fantasy points allowed to the tight end position. And those two targets last week, I'm gonna throw that out. Coming in games before that, averaged almost eight targets per game expecting a bounce back here expecting the ownership to take a big hit off of a highly owned week five get Evan Ingram in those week six lineups all right let's spend some money at the wide receiver position in fact we're going to go all the way up to the top go with Devontae Adams of the Packers now we haven't seen Devontae in a while since week two kind of ho-hum after that huge week one where he saw 17 targets but has had a few weeks to get right had the bye week so they sat him out before that so I'm expecting 100% Devontae Adams here. Now let's talk Packers offense. They lost Alan Lazard, Bob Tanyan, great story. Those three touchdowns in that game. But we know Devontae Adams going to command a ton of targets, especially in a game like this against Tampa Bay, who has been torched by wide receivers, giving up a league-high 71% completion rate to wide receivers. We know they are very good against the run. Been all right against the pass. The numbers say they've been good, but they have not faced an offense as potent as this Green Bay offense. We see that in the team totals here. Vegas has this projected as an absolute shootout. In fact, Green Bay, one of the highest team totals on this slate at over 28 points. Pay the price. There's plenty of value here. We'll give you some more cheaper guys. But Devontae Adams definitely going to be a core piece for me here in week six. All right, let's go to running back position. We're going to go right back to the well, a la Brandon Cooks last week with James Robinson of the Jaguars. So same rationale here. The matchup might be even better than it was last week. And really wasn't a huge disappointment, but we expected more out of Robinson. But what has been there have been the touches, 17 or more touches now in every single game this season. I mentioned it last week. He's basically Leonard Fournette without the name value 
of Leonard Fournette. And those prices still under 7,000 on both sites here. And let's look at this matchup against the Lions. Third most fantasy points allowed to this position so far this season. Running backs have been an absolute lock and load against this Lions defense. Let's not change things. Another game with a huge total here. I think people will be all over the Jaguars passing game. I'm okay with that as well. But let's not forget how good James Robinson has been. The workload will be there and the matchup about as good as it gets here against the Detroit Lions. All right, I really like that game. Let's go to the other side and go with quarterback Matthew Stafford. So Stafford been somewhat quiet compared to the end of last season where he's putting up gaudy numbers. But when you dig in this season, been solid. I mean, we're talking about multiple touchdown passes in each of the last three games. Hell, you got a guy like Daniel Jones who's thrown a touchdown in a month. We hope that changes here with Evan Ingram. But back to Stafford, the Lions massive team total here on this slate. We mentioned that Green Bay total. Detroit's even higher here, closing in on a team total of 30. And this is the premier matchup for a quarterback. The Jaguars dead last in DVOA against the pass. Second most fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. They have not slowed anybody down. We have gone to this matchup many times. We did it last week with Deshaun Watson who hit a home run. And I think Matthew Stafford does the same thing here. Great matchup here against this terrible Jacksonville pass defense. All right, we like Stafford. Who do we pair him up with? Oh, Kenny Galladay, too easy. We're gonna go to Marvin Jones Jr., our next play here in the six pack. So Jones been kind of quiet this season, especially that last game. He had the bye week, so kind of out of sight, out of mind here with Marvin Jones. Well, let's not forget about the ceiling this guy brings to the table. We've seen many a massive GPP winning games out of Marvin Jones, and you're gonna get that ceiling at a very low ownership. I'm not ready to write this guy off yet. Still playing a ton of snaps. In fact, 95% of snaps so far this season. Yes, the numbers dipped when Kenny Galladay returned to the lineup. I understand that, but these two have been able to coexist over the years. I don't think that's a massive hindrance here. I think the Lions are gonna be able to do whatever they want. And if people go with Stafford, who definitely is gonna have some ownership, the first pairing they're gonna go with is Kenny Galladay. So cash games, sure, I'm all about that. I will have some Kenny Galladay in tournaments, but the leverage to go to Marvin Jones Jr. At a fraction of the ownership you're going to get Kenny Galladay is the way to go here in tournaments or hell, even double stack both of them. The point is, it's nice leverage, it's low ownership, it's a big ceiling, it's a terrible secondary. Add it all up. Marvin Jones Jr., a phenomenal play here in week six. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play for week six. But as always, before we get into that, guys, we're going to continue our Beast of the Week contest free to play a thank you to you guys for watching the video hanging out in the fantasy bar all you got to do get in the comment section right below the video we'll go with FanDuel this week so guess FanDuel points for my beast of the week closest guests will win themselves a free week of roto grinders premium a chance to check everything out or a free roto grinders t-shirt all right without further ado let's take a look at my favorite play for week six no match the beast of the week Beast time. We're going to go to running back position. We're going to go with Derrick Henry, my favorite play this week and this week's beast of the week. So when looking at the pricing here, that's the first thing that really jumped off the page for Derrick Henry. FanDuel, 9,000, probably where he should be. That may scare people off. So that could lower the ownership there. Anytime you can pay more than people want to pay for a guy. And he plays very well to that FanDuel scoring system with touchdowns being so heavy. But 7,300 on DraftKings, lowest price this season. Hell, lowest price I can remember in quite some time. And I know he doesn't do a ton 
in the passing game. But at that price, I don't care. This guy's given us multiple touchdowns in each of the last two games. We saw him stiff arm Josh Norman straight to hell, right through the turf. So look for him to have another big game here against the Houston Texans, fifth most fantasy points allowed to the running back position. And the last time he faced this team, went over 200 yards rushing and had three touchdowns in that game. Derrick Henry starting to get it going here. This Tennessee offense looked electric the other night against Buffalo, and I'm expecting the same here in a big game out of Derrick Henry, making him easily my favorite play for week six in this week's beast of the week. All right, guys, that wraps up here in the Fantasy Bar for week six. As always, any comments, questions, feedback, hit that comment section right below the video. Don't forget, fantasy points for Derrick Henry on FanDuel for your chance at some RG Premium. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button, guys. Thank you for that. Make sure you subscribe. You can also head over to Twitter and follow me over there at BeermakersFan. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer saying salut, guys. Best of luck here this week, and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.